0: The following pre-recorded program is sponsored by Amy Elaine Ministries, Inc. to be encouraged and equipped for the authentic life of victory God has prepared for you. Welcome to Real Victory Radio with your hosts, Amy Elaine Martinez and Latan Roland Murphy, two friends, both devoted wives and moms, who have a passion for Jesus and huge hearts for the broken. Amy Elaine is an inspirational speaker, author, and Bible teacher. Latan is an award-winning author, sought-after speaker, and Bible teacher, too. Get ready for some real talk about real life and answers to how you can be courageous and live in victory. Now, here's your hosts, Amy Elaine and Latan.
1: Welcome to Real Victory Radio. I'm your host, Amy Elaine Martinez. And I'm your other host, Latan Rowan Murphy. We are so glad to be with you in the studio today. And we are ta- continuing our conversation about that fruitful living that we want to have. And last week we talked about love and the bigness of God's love and how his love is perfect and how we want to be better loving, loving well. And this week we're talking about joy. I'm excited about our conversation. Latan. what does joy, like when I say joy, what's the first thing that you think of? You know, you know we we I'm putting you on say, the
2: spot. <laughs> that's, that's okay. We want to say joy is the same thing as happiness, but it's not. We know that joy is a spiritual gift that comes from knowing um, Jesus as our personal savior. And in Psalm 1611, he reminds us david reminds us you make known to me the path of life in your presence there is fullness of joy um and at your right hand are pleasures forevermore So you guys, right out of the gate, Amy and I just want to say to you that if you've been feeling discouraged lately because of the things that are going on in the world around you, the things that you are struggling with at home in your own personal life and personal life battles, then come near to God. Just take a few moments to quiet yourself in his presence because it's in his presence that we will each one experience the fullness of joy.
1: It really is in his presence. And when you're talking about having troubled times, Romans 5, 3 says, but that's not all. Even in times of trouble, we have a joyful confidence, knowing that our pressures will develop in us a patient endurance and we can have endurance for these difficult times and we're talking about fruitful living we're talking about where does this fruit come from well it comes from being with God like in his presence like you were just talking about in Psalm 16:11 in his presence is joy but we can also have joyful confidence in times of trouble because God meets us there and we're going to talk about joy today. We're going to talk about even a triumphant joy that the Bible talks about in Romans 5, 11, where it says... So while we were yet sinners, God fully reconciled himself to us through the death of his son. Then something greater than friendship is ours. Now that we are at peace with God and because we share in his resurrection life, how much more will we be rescued from sin's dominion? And even more than that, we overflow with triumphant joy in our new relationship of living in harmony with God all because of Jesus Christ. Last week, we talked about love being because of Jesus Christ, and our joy also comes from Jesus. And in this scripture, the words in there, if you look at the this um, harmony, the word harmony, being at harmony with him and being at peace with him, though the words that um, are from the original Greek mean way maker and a door opener. So God is our door to joy. He is where we can have triumphant joy because of the fact that we live in harmony with him that's what we've been talking about these last few episodes of that dwelling place it's all comes out of our relationship with jesus and how can we begin to you know continue to stay in that place of abiding
2: so that this fruitful living is a reality in our lives I think that I, the first thing that we need to say is that, just confess that we have spent so much time uh, living a life that is a life of performance. Um, <clears throat> Amy, this is kind of hard to say, but, you know, really and truly, um, that was one of the things that I learned personally during the time that we had to stay home because of the COVID nineteen virus, and it really made me step back and evaluate where my joy comes from, and what I have built, how I've built my life around doing, and and not not always performing is not always the greatest word to use, but really we do build our life around the things that we do that bring us joy, that make us feel good inside, that um, build us up as people, as human human. Um, beings, you know. And I think that a good point to make here is that God wants us to be human beings. He wants us to experience his presence on a day-to-day basis and find our ultimate joy from his friendship with us. And joy really is uh, Jesus's infinite divine nature. He is a good, good God. And his goodness is what makes us good. And if we stay in that place, Amy, of fellowship with him and really finding out what, what that piece of his nature is that completes us, that gives us joy, unspeakable joy in times of sorrow, in times of um, fear, in times of um, despair, in times of financial hardship, in times of relational conflict, it is possible if we believe God's word that we can still have the supernatural joy because Jesus made all that he is, all of his divine, infinite goodness, he made available to us. And and so our joy can be made complete in knowing him as our savior. And Nehemiah eight ten reminds us that he provides the kind of joy that is our strength, that when we do face those kinds of things, that we can really be stronger and live more courageously and victoriously, and we can go through our days, not just with a mindset of what I have to do today to show I'm a good person, but we want to have joy about us that comes from Him so that we can go about our day showing the goodness of a holy God that rescued us from a miserable life, (laughs) really. yes, Really.
1: You know, I think that that is so important. And I want to encourage our listeners to go back and listen to our previous shows where we talked about John 15 and the dwelling place and how um, his word in us is life giving to us. And y'all can listen to those on Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes and uh, somewhere else. Can't think of it right now, but. Y'all know where to find us. So go back and listen to those shows, because I think that these fruitful living shows will have more meaning when you have the background of what we've been talking about before. And when I think about joy, Latan, I think of that spilling out and that overflow of the Holy Spirit, that goodness of God that he has placed inside of us. And this is how we're known, even if... We know we're not experiencing joy in our everyday lives or with the relationships with people around us. We can know the joy of friendship with God because of Jesus. And I also think it's really important to note that Jesus felt both sorrow and joy. He felt sorrow when, you know, Lazarus was dead. He felt sorrow when he came in and uh, looked at the city of Jerusalem and he was so sad for what he knew was coming. He felt sorrow in the garden. But what held him together, we know, is the joy that was set before him on the cross. He knew what he was dying to give us. And that is that that relationship, that intimate relationship with Jesus and Holy Spirit, the comforter that he would leave with us. That's what held him together together knowing that mm. the joy set before him joy is powerful it is not fleeting it is foundational to our overall well, all well-being and i think it's just really important that we know that You know, we're not saying you are happy all the time. Um, At the beginning of the show, you talked about joy being very different than happiness. It is. Joy is something that is there no
2: matter what the circumstances, and only God can do that. It's the truth, because he makes it complete in us. He makes what we cannot make complete within us. He makes it complete. When we have this relationship with him, it transfers a life that feels sometimes like a, a ball and chain you know what I mean? Like the pressures of life sometimes feel like a ball and chain around us. Um, I think the listeners could probably relate to moments in their life where they really, maybe they, they're walking with the Lord right now, maybe somebody listening, and they know Jesus is their Savior, but life feels like a ball and chain attached around their ankles. And their walk has not become, it's not a dance anymore. It's It's really just pressing through and trying to just get through the day. And the Holy Spirit that Jesus provided to us, his children, when he died on the cross for our sins, he he reached down. It was God's way of reaching down in his infinite divine goodness to give us a joy unspeakable that is not contingent upon circumstances but is contingent upon a holy God who is actively at work in our lives. And even when we can't see the answers at work, he is busy about taking care of our business, no matter what our business is. And I just love that so much in Psalm 94, Amy, ninety-four nineteen, It says, when anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought joy to my soul. So, this is where our relationship with the Lord gets really real. Is Lord, we have to ask ourselves, is He enough? Is He enough in every situation? Is He enough for all of my days? Is He enough for this big debt that I'm facing and this big fearful situation about my job? Is He enough in my marriage? Is He enough in this conflict? Is He enough in um, my child's life, my wayward child's life. And and if we really, really choose Jesus as our Savior, we can hold our heads up, Amy. And when that anxiety sets in, we can allow Jesus to be our consolation. And it's the consolation of knowing Jesus that brings joy to our souls. Uh, oh, my goodness.
1: It really does. We have access to everything we need to live this life and to live a godly life, not just a good life, but a godly life in that we have everything living inside of us through the transforming power of the Holy Spirit. And he, mm-hmm. it is he that overflows in us. When I was looking at joy and thinking about where do I remember hearing about joy in the Bible, one of the first places I thought of was when Mary went to visit Elizabeth and John the Baptist leapt in her womb <laughs> with joy. Cause he was like, Oh, the Lord is here. And, and Luke one forty one says, suddenly she was filled to overflowing with the Holy spirit. And that is what joy does for us. It overflows so that we can pour out into the lives of other people that they might know the Lord, that they might see a change and a hope for their circumstances. Because if they don't know what joy really looks like, or if they are, you know, if they are, can't find within themselves to really trust that God is for them I think that's something that we really want to that just God just spoke to my heart that we really you know if we can't trust that God is for us then we will not have that joy and I want to kind of sit in that right now and let him what would you say to the person that Completely, really, is having a hard time trusting that God is for them in this time.
2: I, I would love to tell you, my friends, that Luke fifteen seven should make us feel so special because it says, "I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety nine righteous persons who need no repentance." And you guys. That means that you, one person, is so loved by a holy God that there is nothing else that God has his eye on at any one moment but you and your situation and your family and your circumstances. He is an omnipresent, all-powerful God who is able to be at all places at all times. That means that he is in my house now. He is within me now. He's at your house upon your asking him to be, and he will fill you with the fullness of his joy and that he, he has uh, his eye on you, one person, one sinner who is saved by grace. And then he also tells us that in Hebrews twelve two that if we'll fix our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith, so the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame. He sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. And it was like he, it was, it, I love that part where he sat down. It was like his work was done because he kept his eyes um, fixed on us. And now we have the challenge of fixing our eyes on Jesus in this life and that he will help us. He will pioneer our path. He will help to perfect our imperfections, and he will establish our faith. And if we'll remember the joy set before us, which is the fact that we've been saved by his grace, that's the joy set before us now. Because he endured the cross for us, and he was scorned for the shame that would have been our shame, Amy, all the awful things that I would have been held accountable for, he has taken on himself. And now he sits at the right hand of the throne of God, and he's just—he's uh, just finding joy in his children who are actually grabbing hold of this truth, who who really have hearts that want to live in His divine goodness. That and is so good. I
1: love it. It's know, so good. I know. And I have this scripture that just follows up with this so good. John fifteen, nine through eleven says, I love each of you with the same love that my father loves me. You must continually let my love nourish your hearts. If you keep my commandments, you will live in my love, just as I have kept my father's commands, for I continually live. Nourished and empowered by his love. My purpose for telling you all these things that he's been telling us in John 15 is so that the joy that I experience will fill your hearts with overflowing gladness. That's John fifteen nine through 11 in the Passion Translation. I love it. That's, this has been a such word. a good conversation and it just tied right into what you're talking about. Mm, yes, he delights is. over us and his delight just transfers joy into our hearts it's such a beautiful thing and then we get to carry listen. that out
2: into the <laughs> listen world to listen to us Amy I'm tickled because at the <laughs> beginning of the show no one would know except you and I all the things that we had to do to get ready for the show and to be here right Yes. and the stress that we were under and no one would know that but us Us. And here, hopefully they can tell from the beginning of the show to the end of the show that this word is alive and active. And it's filled you and I with a new, fresh joy unspeakable as we talked about it.
1: Yeah. That's the power of his word in us. And we talked about that (laughs) a few weeks ago. I really, really, really want to encourage our listeners to go back and listen to those shows because they are so they're just yes. the foundation for what we've been talking about. And as we were doing all those shows before the the whole uh, stay at home thing, we were so excited to have these conversations and we had all this stuff on our hearts that we wanted to share. And then we had to stay home and we couldn't get in the studio. And this is, you know, we're back and I am excited where the rest of this series is going to go. And we are talking about the fruitful living and we're taking that from Galatians five 22 which i'm trying to find in my
2: bible really fast but well while you're doing that i want to just remind the listeners again of psalm ninety-four, nineteen, mm-hmm. that when anxiety is great within you that your consolation lord brings joy to our souls and uh, the definition of consolation is comfort received mm. and it's, it's received after a loss or a disappointment. And I think every listener can relate today to experiencing some kind of loss and some kind of disappointment. And we all know what it is to be anxious, but when anxiety is great within us, Jesus is our consolation and he will bring joy to our souls. You guys really live and breathe Psalm ninety four That is such a
1: powerful word. And I did finally find my thing. That is so good. I love that that uh, really relates to like a restlessness that I know that many of us have been feeling. And, you know, just in our everyday lives, we feel a restlessness of of anxiety and not knowing how to deal with what's going on around us. And so that is a beautiful, beautiful song. We will have that in the show notes because I want people to really make note of that. I love that you found that. And in Galatians 522, we're talking about this fruitful living, but the fruit produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love in all its varied expressions, love, joy that overflows, peace that subdues, patience that endures, kindness in action, a life full of virtue Faith that prevails, gentleness of heart, and strength of spirit. And that's the, that's the Passion Translation because that's the Bible that I have in front of me today, and I wanted to read that. But we're going to be talking about the the love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, uh, all of those. I, I get excited when I think about how many shows we have coming up. We to fulfill this series. It's going to be such a good and rich one. And already I think our conversation today and last week have been really rich in helping us to look more like Jesus and to be fruit bearing people that we want to be. Amen girl. What is one way that you feel like when you don't have any joy that you can, you know, grab some and get some, I'll just think of one quick thing that you can do in your home right now that can bring some joy. And then let's let's go to prayer for the, the listeners.
2: For me, it's it's light a candle. It's, it looks like um, sometimes getting my favorite ask in and just taking a moment for myself, sitting down with Jesus and just saying spirit of truth. The enemy is speaking lies in my heart that are robbing me of joy. And I invite you, Spirit of Truth, to come into my heart and my mind and dominate every place, push out the lies so that I can walk in your absolute abundant joy. And that is a game changer, Amy, because if I'll just stay in that sweet spot with Jesus and just close my eyes for just even 10 minutes, it's it's amazing how empowering it is. Uh, to settle ourselves at his feet when we have our eyes closed. just envision that we're sitting there beside our dear friend, Jesus, who loved us enough to die for us. And that he will remove the ball and chain that life uh, tries to bind us with and hold us back with and rob our joy with. And he'll replace it with this infinite divine goodness that comes from the wellspring of who he is by nature. And he will fill us to overflow with a different kind of joy. And this kind of joy is not based on circumstances, you guys. You don't have to wait until the bills are paid and the bank account is full of money and you have an abundant supply of this or that or the other thing. You can have access right now today by coming near to the heart of God and asking him to fill you with his infinite divine goodness of joy. That's the bottom line.
1: It is. And Father God, we do. We just ask right now in Jesus name that you would fill us with a fresh joy, a fresh anointing of joy over each one of us and over the listeners that we would have a joy that would be overflowing, that others would see it and know us by our fruit. God, that you would show up for that, that listener right now who feels defeated, that feels like there is no joy, like they don't know where or if joy is going to come because with you, joy always comes. There may be sorrow at night, but there is joy in the morning because your mercies are fresh and new every morning. And we thank you for that, God. We thank you for who you are and all that you give to us as we just sit with you. God, I pray that you would give each of us, a moment and of time to sit with you and to be like, let the, the joy of our salvation be restored like you did for David, God. Thank you so much for all that you're doing. Restore our joy and let us be people who go courageously, live victoriously and do this life with you in your son's amen. powerful name Jesus we pray amen thank you so much amen. for being with us this week on real victory radio we love to hear from you so email us at go courageously at realvictoryradio.org we are looking forward to continuing this series on fruitful living and we can't wait to bring you our show next week so Thank you again for being with us for Real Victory Radio. Go courageously and live victoriously.
0: We hope you were encouraged by today's episode of Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez and Latan Roland Murphy. Go to amyelaine.com to find out more about Amy's ministry, including her book, Becoming a Victory Girl. And go to latanmurphy.com to learn more about her award-winning book, Courageous Women of the Bible. Real Victory Radio is a listener-supported radio ministry outreach. We depend on your prayers and donations. Check out the Victory Movement for ways you can partner with us to reach listeners with the power to go courageously and live in victory. Please join us again Saturdays at 6 a.m. and 4 p.m. for Real Victory Radio. 94-7 94.7 FM, The Word.